Welcome to the Christian Worship Center podcast. We pray that this message encourages you and inspires you. Visit us online at www.cwcsj.org for service times and directions. Open your Bibles to the book of Genesis chapter 1. And I believe that God created every man and woman for dominion. Say it again, Pastor. I believe that God created every man and woman for dominion. You were created in the image and the likeness of God, not just to live, but to dominate. And when God created mankind, the product, he came up with the purpose And he gave man dominion. And in that dominion, he gave us the scope of our dominion was the whole earth. God created man to have dominion. Everyone say dominate. Dominate. Look at your neighbor and tell him, you're lucky to sit next to me this morning. (laughs) Tell him this, you're a very wise person for sitting next to the best looking person in the house. DJ, stop acting humble. (laughs) Genesis chapter 1, verse 26. Remember I told you this. God always spoke to the source before he created the substance. Before God created the fish, he spoke to the water. Before he spoke to the, he created the plants, he spoke to the earth. Before he created animals, he spoke to the ground. Because God always speaks to the source before he creates a substance. Whatever something is drawn out of, he speaks to the source of what God wants to create something out of to create the substance. Which means the substance can't survive apart from its source. You take a fish out of water, it dies. Take a plant out of the ground, it dies. Take an animal away from the pasture, it will die. But when God created mankind, God didn't speak to the water. He didn't speak to the ground. God spoke to himself. Principle, God always speaks to the... Before he creates the... So God always speaks to the source. God spoke to himself. The source... Of mankind, the substance. So the same way you take a fish out of water and it'll die is the same way you remove man from from God, man will die as well. Mankind, or God is the ocean by which mankind breathes. Come on, somebody. And so I want you to recognize, it says, then God said. Everyone say, God said. How many of you know when God speaks, something has to happen? When God speaks... Things begin to go into motion. Let us, not talking to the angels, he's talking to himself. Now, I love this. You know, like I told you, it's okay to talk to yourself. Just don't answer yourself. When you answer yourself, then we got to take you to a couple hospitals in the area. But ain't nothing wrong with talking to yourself. God talks to himself right here. Let us make man or human beings in our image. Everyone say image. image. And in our, to be like us. So after our, after our pattern and after our personality. And they will reign. Everyone say reign. Over the fish of the sea, birds of the sky, livestock, and all the wild animals on the earth. And the small animals that scurry along the ground. Pray with me now. Father, help in Jesus' name. Everyone says amen. amen. You may be seated. I want you to recognize something this morning. God created mankind for one purpose, and that was dominion, 
to dominate. I need you to understand, you were not created for worship. You have the ability to worship, but worship is not your main obligation. If you look in the book of Genesis, you see no worship, no prayer, no church services, no choir. You see none of those things going on, yet God said it was good. Right? It was good. God creates man, gives him dominion. What, what's this thing, dominion? Dominion is this. It comes from the root word. Now, I'm trying to keep time on, this, on my uh, cell phone, but Pastor Ant keeps tweeting. And every time he tweets, it comes up with my name as well. And so it takes away my clock on my, on my thing there. But Pastor Ant, you tweet away, bro. Tweet away, okay? At least I know you're tweeting and not checking scores, okay? <laughs> what, what is this thing we call dominion? What, what, is, what does it mean to dominate? The Hebrew word for dominate comes from the root word to make a king or queen. It means to rule, to give the ability or the power to rule, to administrate. I need you to understand the book of Revelation says in chapter 1, verse 4 and 5, that he has made us to be kings and priests unto him. Every single one of you sitting here this morning is a king. You are royalty. Okay, only a couple of you believe that. I need you to understand, every one of you in here is royalty. You are a ruler. And God gave you dominion. Everyone say dominion. Dominion. Now, the, 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 the Greek counterpart of the root word that comes from this is kingdom. That's where we get that kingdom means sovereignty, royal power, or dominion. And so when God gave us dominion, he wasn't just giving us dominion. He was giving us kingdom. So if you take a look at this and we were to kind of twist it around a bit, it says, let us make human beings in our image and be like us and let them have kingdom. Let them have sovereignty, royal power and dominion. You were created to dominate, to administrate the resources of this world. God created you to bring heaven to earth. Say it again, Pastor. You were created not for church services. This is our chalk talk right here. This is where we tune you up. Because we get your alignment back going. This is the mechanic shop. And so we're bringing your car in to get you back in alignment. We're doing a little tune-up on you to go out there and bring the kingdom. See, Satan doesn't mind us having church services. In fact, he don't even mind the power of God showing up. In fact, Satan would even love for signs and wonders to show up. As long as it stays here. Don't let it go outside. Let it stay here. As long as the move happens here. Don't let it affect the community. Don't let it affect the neighborhood. Let, you know what? You guys have your services. You enjoy your, your worship. You do your thing. But don't let it change the gang activity on the street. Don't let it change poverty that's going on in the neighborhood. Don't let it transform the single mother that's right down the street right now that is looking for love. Just keep it inside the four walls. 
So, so what am I telling you this morning? Is that we were created to have dominion. In other words, we were created to act like God acts. If I was made of the stuff of God, then that means I act like my creator. You were created to act like God. See, humans weren't just created by God. We were literally drawn out of his nature. God literally drew us out of his nature when he blew into breath into mankind. Now, follow me on this, all right? Dominion is this, in the simplest form that I could put it in. Uh, the doctor might be able to, bring it to, to explain it a little better, but th- this is my interpretation of dominion. It's a ruler responsible for duplicating heaven's kingdom on earth and managing its resources. You are a ruler that is responsible for taking what's happening in heaven and bringing it down to earth. You follow? And not on your own dime either. You use heaven's dime to make it happen. Adam was responsible for bringing and extending the kingdom of heaven to the garden. God gave him dominion over the garden. All right? Now follow me on something, okay? You were created for dominion, but every king needs a territory. You can't be the king of nothing. Right? We need a dominion. Every king needs a a domain. And so I want you to recognize, take a look at this, Genesis chapter 2, verse 15. The Lord placed the man in the Garden of Eden to tend and to watch over it. What did God do? Placed him. Where did he place him? In the garden. What was his job? Tend and watch. Tend means to cultivate. Tend means to develop. Tend means to take care of. Whereas to watch means to protect. Watch means to, to, to watch any, in, anyone that would seek to infiltrate or to damage. And I want you to notice what happens. God gives Adam a job before he gives him a wife. Say it again, Pastor. Some of y'all fools up in this place. Oh, I'm, looking, I'm looking for a honey right now. I'm looking, Pastor, Pastor, please pray that I can find a wife. Boy, you don't need a wife. You need a job. Ladies, don't you dare be hooking up with no fool that ain't got no job. But, But I love you. You love me? Go get a job. But I, I want to be with you. Well, you know what? You'd be walking. You'd be taking the bus to come see me. Get a job, buy a car, and get a house for us to live in. But you got to have God gave Adam work, a job, before he gave him anything else. But you know what? To the Christians, job is a four-letter cuss word. Oh, I'm sorry. Work. Work. Wrong one. You got me. You got me there. Work. Some of y'all are like, wait, ja, ja. <laughs> y'all, y'all ain't, y'all ain't hearing me. It's job, 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 But work is a four-letter word. We think it's a cuss word. But I want you to understand that. Th- I need you to grab a hold of this. The first worker in the Bible was God. And we think that work is a, is a 
product of the fallen nature. And although God did get Adam work to work the garden, to work the ground, work is not a curse. Let me show you something right here. Look at Genesis chapter 2, verse 1. So the creation of heaven and earth and everything in it was completed. Everyone say completed. completed. So God, what God starts, he finishes. You know, some of y'all start things, you can get nothing done. Oh, you start school because I want to become a medical assistant. Start school, I want to become a mechanic. I'll start school, I want to be a plumber. You start this. You never finish anything. God is a finisher. And if you're created of the stuff of God, finish. Man, y'all ain't hearing me. And on the seventh day, God finished his work. Come on, say work. work. Of creation, so he rested from all his work. Y'all, some of us are into the rest mode. We're not in the work mode. Well, Jesus rests. Well, God rests. They worked. You can't rest if you're not doing nothing. And God blessed the seventh day, declared it holy, because it was the day he rested from all his work. Look at John chapter 5, verse 17. But Jesus replied, my father is always do you know that the Sabbath day was made for man, not God, for, not, not, the sab- not us for the Sabbath? God did it so that we could rest, but God himself always works. Jesus said, my father is always working, and so am I. Because Jesus recognized that it was working isn't a bad deal. And so I need you to recognize that work is something. In fact, I want you to don't notice something here. God didn't work for money. Can I submit something to you this morning? Never work for money. Work your purpose. And money will find you. Never work for money. Work your purpose. Find a job. Find something that deals with your passion. And when you work it, it doesn't matter how much I'm getting paid. Because let me tell you, if you could be paid to do a job that you have no inkling or no desire to do, all you're doing is prostituting yourself. You have not been called just to make a living. You've been called to make a difference. And many of us work jobs, and I understand this. you got to work, and work is important. Don't get me wrong. But you need to understand that for some of us, by taking that job and starting to work, all of a sudden it might open up another door of opportunity for you to get a better job. But I'm, I, you know, I'm worth more than that, Pastor, so I, I ain't, I ain't going to take that job. You know what? Eleven fifty an hour isn't, isn't what, I, what I want to be making. You know, I, I'm worth $20 an hour. When your butt's sitting at home, not working, you're making zero dollars an hour. I'm sorry. Let me go on. God wasn't motivated by money. He was motivated to work by purpose. Ignorance makes us motivated by money, not purpose. Now, let me me explain something here. I've done a lot of teaching when it comes to the book of Genesis about God speaking and that we were created in the image of God. Therefore, we create just like God creates. We create by the spoken word the same way God creates by the spoken word, right? But there's a part that we've missed out. 
When God stops talking, He starts doing. Let there be light. Boom, there's light. Create the heavens and the earth. Heavens, earth, boom, it's there. Because God declares something, then He goes to work at doing what He says. The problem with many of us in the church is that we're making all these declarations, but we're not putting any work to the declaration. You can't just declare something, but not do anything to bring it about. I declare I am free, that I'm debt free, I'm financially free, I'm liberated. Yeah, but you're buried under a pile of bills. Declaring isn't going to change your situation. Getting to work at it will. You know, I want to be in shape, God. You know, let me wake up tomorrow morning and let me be in shape. Lord, I just, whoo, yeah, I, I feel it. I declare it right now. Guess what? Unless you put work to the confession, faith without works is not on life support, not on dialysis, not not in a wheelchair, not still alive. Faith without works is You got to work it. So what am I telling you this morning? I need you to recognize that your job is vital. Wherever you're at is your garden. Whatever job that you're working right now, whatever things that are going on around you, that is your garden. That's the place you're supposed to be working. And so I need you to recognize God didn't stop speaking at creation. He worked it. And so with that, I want, I want you to recognize something. What stills our dominion? Okay? What stills the dominion that you were created for? Three simple things I want to share with you as we close. First thing I want you to notice that stills our dominion is laziness. Adam got lazy. He didn't show up to work that day. And when the serpent comes in and starts speaking to his woman, listen, whenever someone talks to my wife, I know about it. Why? Because she's in my garden. Someone steps up to my wife, you better believe I'm going to be there. Some of you fools think you're going to hit on my lady. You better watch it because. (laughs) Adam's there in the garden and the serpent starts talking to his wife. And he does nothing about it. See, let's talk about laziness for a second, okay? Take a look at Proverbs. Let's just go through some scripture here. Proverbs. Proverbs says this. Take a lesson from the ants, lazy bones. I love that. (laughs) Take a lesson from the ants, you lazy bones. Learn from their ways and become wise. But you lazy bones, how long will you sleep? When will you wake up? A little extra sleep, a little more slumber, a little more folding of the hands to rest. Then poverty will pounce on you like a bandit and scarcity will attack you like an armed robber. Lazy people want much but get little. Those who work hard will prosper. Those too lazy to plow in the right season will have no food at harvest. Come on, somebody. 
Lazy people consider themselves smarter than seven wise counselors. That's amazing. You ever see a lazy person, you tell them, you know what, you really should get up and get a job. No, 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 no. You know what I'm doing right now, I'm kind of biding my time right now. I can't wait for some opportunities to open up. I got some things working. Bless you. And so I want you to recognize something about laziness. Dominion has to start in our own garden. You got to dominate where you're at right now. Follow me, folks. Grab a hold of this. Laziness will get, get in the way, but you got to dominate. That means for you husbands, that's your marriage. Don't you dare let your marriage fall apart. Protect it. Watch over it. Don't let no snake come in to the middle of your marriage. What am I talking about? Parents, that means dominating the garden called your children. Protect your children. Watch over your children. Make sure that they're not getting spoken into by the serpents of this world. What am I talking about? I'm talking to you children. How many kids we got in the house? Crickets. Young people. High school kids. You know what your dominion is? Your room. Clean your stinking room. That's your, that's your garden. That's your area. Uh, you know, I want a car. I want a house. I want, and you can't clean your room. Dominion starts at a young age. Clean your room. There's that basket there. It's called a hamper. Clothes go inside it, not on the side of it. For you employees, your, 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 your garden is your job. You show up early, you stay late, and you make sure you put in a good days of work. CEOs, those that own companies, your business is your garden. Homeowners, your neighborhood, your house is your garden. Cut the lawn. Say it again, Pastor. Cut the lawn. Put some water on the grass. Pull the weeds. The kingdom house should be looked the best looking house in the neighborhood. Uh, you, you're not, you, some of you aren't getting, are get, but pastor, I, don't, I, just, I just rent there. Then it should look even better. Because it's not yours. And you're showing good stewardship by taking care of it. You know what, your, your house should be the, the best looking one in the, in the area. Why? Because it's a kingdom house. Anyone grabbing this? Oh, come on, pastor, prophesy to me. I am prophesying clean. <laughs> Got a prophetic word for you, clean. Take care, tend, tend, and watch. Tend, and watch your garden. Tend, and watch your garden. See, take, take a look at this. Genesis chapter 2, verse 4 says this. This is the account of the creation of the heavens and the earth. When God made the earth and the heavens, verse 5, neither plant, wild plants, nor grains were growing on the earth. For the Lord had not yet sent rain to water the earth, for there were no people to cultivate the soil. So what, what do we see growing outside of the garden? Hmm? 
we see neither wild plants nor grains were growing on the earth. Why? God's a God of growth, but he doesn't allow the growth to go outside the garden. Why? Because there was no man to take care of it. God will not allow growth where there's going to be no one to take care of the growth. Say it again, Pastor. I want more money, God, but you can't take care of it, so I'm not going to send it to you. Are you hearing me? God is a steward. And so God doesn't allow growth where there's no ability, no man to cultivate it. It's a principle that he set up. And so if you want growth in other areas of your life, you got to start cultivating those other areas of your life. I don't know if you're grabbing this. Second thing that steals our dominion, ignorance. Eve's conversation with the servant underscores the enemy's methods. Notice what he says in Genesis chapter 3, verse 4 and 5. You won't die. Hey, God said this. No, no, come on. God, you won't die, the serpent replied to the woman. God knows that your eyes will be open as soon as you eat of it, and you will be, everyone say like. You will be like God, knowing both good and evil. We just got done reading in Genesis chapter 1, verse 26, is that let us make man in our image and in our likeness. When you are ignorant, you don't know who you are or why you are. And if you don't know who or why you are, someone has the ability to step in and get you off track. That's why when, ladies, when you don't know your value... Some dude can walk up to you and say, well, if you love me, you would. And you think that you're, by, by, by sleeping with them or by giving yourself to them, that you're being accepted. You're not being accepted, you're being used. Because you don't know your value. And so Satan steps in and says, you won't die. What God says isn't true. God's lying to you. And so whenever the enemy is able to get us to doubt, you see, the kingdom of darkness gets its power from ignorance. It's whole, it rules by ignorance. What you don't know is where the enemy has power over you. But the kingdom of light empowers you by knowledge, by the word of God. And so that's why when you come to church and you hear something, it's like, whoa. I have a right to be successful. I have a right to be blessed. I have a right to have, to have my family together. I have a right to move. Be- That's your blessing. He tells her this. You will not die. God knows that as soon as you eat of it, you will become like God. Problem with ignorance is that Eve didn't know that she was already like God. Know who you are changes why you are. Knowing who you are changes what you are. Excuse me. Knowing who you are changes what you are. Third thing that stills is sin. Ask the worship team to help me now as we, we land this plane this morning. I want you to notice something here. The word sin means to miss the mark. It means that you were, you were headed for... 
one purpose, created for one purpose, and you ended up getting off track. So I want you to recognize Jesus was powerful. Jesus lived such a powerful life. Such a powerful life because of one simple thing. His relate, not because of that, but because of his relationship with God. What made Jesus powerful was his relationship with his father. Are are you following me? Sin means to miss the mark. Jesus walks in every funeral Jesus went to, he messed up. People are crying, Jesus raises the dead person. When he ran into someone blind, he opened the blinded eyes. Someone lame, he raised them back up again. He saw someone that that, that was bound or about to be stoned, he delivered them by just riding in the sand. He had this great power. A guy that was dead for four days, body began to decay, calls out, Lazarus, come forth. And all of a sudden, this dead man stands up and comes walking out. Jesus had such power. Why? Because he had something called relationship. His relationship with his father restored dominion. Why do we not have dominion in our lives? Because sin is ruling our lives. Listen, it's not that we don't love God. It's just that we love things of the world more. That there are things that we're more in love with than God. And you'll never have dominion as long as you allow those things to take precedence in your life. See, I need you to recognize when Jesus, notice what happens. At the very moment their eyes were open, Genesis 3, 7, and 8, their eyes were open and suddenly they felt shame. When you have a relationship with God, you never feel ashamed. When you're walking with God, there's no fear. There's no, you, you can be yourself in his presence. But here, the, as soon as they ate, relationship was broken. And now they feel ashamed. Notice what they do. They sewed fig fig leaves together to cover themselves. We're we're still doing it today. We're still trying to cover our sin. We we, we keep trying to find a way of covering ourselves. And when the cool evening breezes were blowing, the man and his wife heard the Lord walking about in the garden. So they hid. What do we do when we sin? Sin will cause you to take cover instead of taking over. It'll cause you and your family when arguments develop and you know that you should step up and bring peace. 
because of your sin, you feel like, man, I don't I don't have the right. I don't have the authority. I'm not doing the right thing. Someone sick in your family instead of taking dominion and praying over them. The sin holds you back. And instead of being who God created you to be and come out and lay hands and call that sickness out or get that demon out of there or bring family together. Sin causes us to think, you know, I'm just I'm just not I, I can't. I'll pray for you. Hopefully someone someone will help you. I'll just pray for you for him here. We just take cover. And we don't bring the kingdom. We don't bring his kingdom. And when we take cover, all of a sudden the serpents in life start coming in and speaking to our wives, to our kids, to our families. And before you know it, the garden is filled with the enemy. Adam lost the garden. And I believe that the church, that we, CWC, I don't know about other churches, I'm talking about this house, as the apostolic leader of this family, we are responsible for the ground that we've lost in this city. We have surrendered to gang violence, we've surrendered to poverty. We've surrendered to drug addiction. We've surrendered to abortion. We've surrendered to to immoral living. We have surrendered. Why? Because we're still trying to get by our own sin. We can't make a difference out there when we're struggling in here. We got to move beyond. Get over our laziness. We got to get beyond our ignorance. And we got to get rid of sin. Get right with God and be who God created us to be. Got to take it back. So what's the remedy to laziness? Work. Get busy. Do your purpose. Work doesn't get you tired. It's been said. Meaningless work does. Find your purpose and get busy. What's the remedy to knowledge or ignorance? Knowledge. Start learning. If you need help financially, start reading. Start learning. Get some education. And what's the remedy to sin? Jesus. It's time to get right. Romans 5.18 says this. Here it is in a nutshell. Just as one person did wrong and got us all in trouble with sin. Come on, somebody. And death, another person did it right and got us out of it. But more than just getting us out of trouble, he got us into life. (laughs) Come on, somebody. One man said no to God and put many in the wrong. One man said yes to God and put many in the right. Time to take it back. Time to take it back. The condition of our city is on us. The condition of our jobs is on us. The condition of our neighborhood, it's on us. The condition of my apartments, on us. The condition of my school is on us. Are you following me? So what we need to do is that we got to stop being lazy. If you're done with laziness, stand to your feet right now. Say, Pastor, I'm ready to work right now.
If you're done with ignorance, stand to your feet right now. I'm ready to, to learn what I need to learn and recognize who God created me to be. If you're done right now with sin, I'm done with sin. And I want a new start. Stand to your feet right now. We're going to get rid of these things. We're going to start this thing off right. Amen. We're going to take dominion back. So, Pastor Vince, join me up here. I want you to notice something. God, if I'm connected to him, I'm connected to dominion. He's my source. But when sin comes in, sin separates me from him. Only way I can get back is get rid of sin so we can connect. But let, let me, as we land the plane again, seriously. I don't stay faithful to my wife because I have to. When I married her, I didn't stop being a man. These eyes, this flesh is still attracted to the female species. You following me? Don't, don't judge me. Okay? I'm, I'm just being, I'm being straight with you. What keeps me faithful to her is that I made a choice to love her. And so I'm not faithful to her because I'm afraid of her. I'm faithful to her because I love her. Many of us are, are living our Christian lives afraid to sin. We're, we're afraid. We're, we're living on. We're, we're trying to walk this time. I don't live that way with my wife. I enjoy our relationship. I made a choice to love her. There's freedom in that. And so you got to stop looking at your walk with God as I have to do this. No, fall in love with God. Fall in love with God. It's not a have to. It's a get to. I get to love her. I get to love him. I don't have to do it. I want to do it. And we got to change our mindset. Get out of the religious mind. And start looking at I get to love God. I get to serve God. Man, I don't want to do this because, listen, I don't want to hurt God. I love God. Folks, listen to your pastor. I love God. I'm just head over heels madly in love with my God. I'm so grateful to my God. I'm grateful for the... He, he, he spoils me. I just feel so spoiled by God. I was sitting in my office a couple days ago. I just thought, man, dude, you're blessed. You're, you're stinking blessed. He loves you more than you love him. So right now, these altars are open. And I just invite you right now to come. And let's remove the things that are separating us. Ignorance, laziness, and sin. Let's get rid of those things so we can restore our, our dominion. Amen. Thank you for downloading this message. For more information on our church, visit us at www.cwcsj.org.